0: Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef, and I'm glad you're listening to my podcast today, talking about the importance of perfect forgiveness for one's own peace and why forgiveness is a highly moral question. How easily do you forgive another person after a conflict? For which deeds do you think forgiveness is absolutely inconceivable? The world would be absolutely wonderful if all people lived in harmony and peace with each other. The quarrels, war, envy and jealousy, to name just a few examples, would finally be a thing of the past. But reality presents itself to us in a different way every day. In many families permanent quarrels dominate, the day from morning to night. Children are denied the opportunity to learn friendly manners. I find it particularly dramatic, that the contentious environment is often associated with violent confrontations. Were you lucky enough to grow up in a family where you felt well protected? Or were you exposed to constant stress, because instead of harmony, there was always a reason to act out your quarrelsomeness? The idea for today's post came to me through the university course I started about a month ago. Among other things, we talked about how we deal with different questions from the children at school. On the one hand, there is the challenge to finding a child-friendly answer. On the other hand, one's own way of thinking and attitude to life are opposed to a neutral way of looking at questions. After all, the students should be allowed to form their own opinions. Among other things, their own opinion about who can be forgiven for which deeds. In your opinion, what actions and deeds do not deserve forgiveness? Although often, disputes are based on misunderstandings in communication. Best triggers contribute to a person suddenly raging emotionally or violently because a sore spot has been hit, without perhaps knowing the trigger for it yourself. For example, can a slap in the face be awarded? After all, How will this blow, which may not even be painful, affect trust in each other in the future? From my point of view, forgiveness involves many moral aspects. For one person an infidelity may be a trifle that can happen, for another person an unintentional sleep means the end of the world, of never having been truly loved. These two simple examples already show the different worlds of thought of people. If we now talk about special atrocities, two questions arise. What is the best way to deal with murder and manslaughter? Is it really possible to find one's own peace through complete forgiveness? Many people have reported relief after forgiving a murderer or a rapist, for example. Without a doubt, an act that requires an enormous amount of overcoming. At the beginning I mentioned the war among other things. And it's not only the Second World War that gets its character from particularly cruel acts, but it is precisely this world event that stands for the symbol of deeds that cannot be forgiven. Now, for many of us, this war is already far in the past. Many of us may remember stories from our grandparents or great-grandparents who even witnessed the events themselves. How bad does a person have to be? To allow this Holocaust. About 15 years ago, I gave a room to a good friend of a customer in my apartment at that time. However, as I had to realize I was robbed by this man, at first I hadn't thought about not being able to trust him. Should I still hold a grudge against this man for stealing from me because he betrayed my trust? Or would it be better to forgive him and wish him good luck for the rest of his life? The fact is that we don't get any benefit from resenting other people. In my experience theft seems to many people to be a lesser crime than murder. In doing so I ask myself whether a perpetrator often doesn't perish anyway because of all the self reproach and his own blame. About seven years ago I made myself unpopular with a decision when we voted on a charitable support in an association. Last November I had the opportunity to apologize for that. That evening confirmed to me that other people soon no longer attach importance to difference of opinion and are not resentful. So for what reason to hold a grudge against another person? Shouldn't we start with ourselves first, literally putting our own house in order? On the one hand, I mean our own awareness of our personal actions. On the other hand, I'm talking about forgiving ourselves for everything with which we have hurt other people, for example, or where we have not committed ourselves 100%. The book, which I'm currently preparing a review, reminded me of the Hawaiian healing and forgiveness ritual, or Dr. Joe Vitale writes in his book The Awakening Course about this ultimately easy-to-use ritual, which is addressed to oneself in its formulation. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to take a look at my YouTube channel TV. I wish you a forgiving and kind time. All love, Stefan Josef.